Hey guys, this is B from Arbitrary Advice, your one-stop shop for advice, arbitrary and otherwise. We talk about anything and everything, from serious issues to internet challenges and life hacks. Have a question or topic you want covered? I'm available through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. My mission is to help people through their challenges, no matter the size. New episodes every Sunday and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Arbitrary Advice. Here is your host, B. Hey guys, and welcome back to Arbitrary Advice. It's your girl, B. Um, for anybody who's new, this is a podcast where... I try to help as many people as I can and be entertaining at the same time. So, this episode is mostly just going to be dedicated to the review of Twist and Shout, An Awkward Life with Tourette's by Tyler Oberhue. Um, It's an amazing book, and I wanted to dedicate an episode to it because, well, I do what I want. And because it's a book that I think everyone should read because it's really informative and really puts things into perspective. It's also really entertaining. But before I get into that, I have some other things to discuss. I wanted to talk about the Crocs poll. don't remember if you guys remember, but in a previous episode, I talked about how I was low-key roasting someone about how they got Crocs. And anyways, I took two separate polls on my personal Instagram and my podcast Instagram because I have almost completely different followings on those. Um, and the majority of them agreed with me. And said that uh, Crocs are not the moves. So, you know, I'm not hating on anybody who wears Crocs, but I am roasting a special someone right now. So, sorry, not sorry. I wanted to quickly shout out the Anything and Everything podcast by Ray Sean. I previously reviewed it in a past episode, but he changed the name of his podcast from the No Limits podcast to the Anything and Everything podcast. So go listen to him. He's on SoundCloud and on Instagram. I follow him, so you can find him through my following list if you'd like. Um, his most recent episode is about horror movies and a lot more, but I think you should um, just go check it out for yourself, because his podcast is great. So, uh, story time. I was on TikTok, and I saw this thing about mini iPhones. And so, I went to YouTube, and there's a company that actually makes little tiny iPhones that actually work, but they're actually Androids in disguise or something. Like they're the software's Android, but I don't know. I was really confused, but um, yeah, I know this is like useless information, but I just wanted to share that because I thought it was crazy because they look just like iPhones, but they're like, I think they're like two inches long <laughs> or something, or maybe even smaller than that. It was kind of crazy. So yeah, um, I just wanted to say before I get into this review that um, if anybody wants to reach out to me for absolutely anything or wants me to talk about a certain topic on here, feel free to hit me up. And um, if you have anything you want me to review, I know I posted it on Instagram and Twitter, but just hit me up and I'll let you know if I'm interested in reviewing whatever. It can literally be, you know, 
your Instagram feed, hey, are my selfies good? Or, you know, your grandma's cookie recipe or, you know, something more serious like uh, your book or, I don't know, your podcast or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I love to review things because I like to spread the love and like share. I just like to share. Sharing is caring. Um, so yeah, reach out to me if you need advice on anything or perspective or want to tell me a funny story or, or if you have dreams you want me to interpret. I love interpreting dreams. Yeah, so hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at Arbitrary Advice, no capital symbols or spaces, Twitter at Advice Arbitrary, or email me at Arbitrary, okay. Email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. So, before I insert the interview that I had with Tyler actually earlier today, um, I just wanted to say that, um, to Tyler, I wanted to say, I think you wrote, I think you wrote a great, informative, and funny book. Um, I think everyone should be aware about Tourette's and how it affects people because most people only see what's depicted in movies and I think are kind of desensitized to it a little bit. And I think everyone should go read the book to not only educate themselves, but it, like I said, it was very, um, I thought it was very uplifting and inspirational, but also I thought it was really funny. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I thought it was funny and informative. So I thought it was like the perfect book for me. Um, yeah. So Tyler, you did a great job on this book. I really enjoyed reading it. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to go now. I'll see you guys next week, but stay on because I'm going to insert the interview. So here we go. You ready? Okay, I think we're we're in. All right, we're all good. We're live. Yep, we are live. Perfect. All right, well, thank you for having me. Thank you for being on the show. You're my first guest. I'm excited. <laughs> no, it's a big deal. Stepping stone. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, you want to introduce yourself and give a little summary of your book? Yeah, so my name is Tyler Oberhue. I am the author of Twist and Shout, An Awkward Life with Tourette's. I'm sure you could probably deduce that I might have Tourette's so, since I wrote the book. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I had a lot of fun writing it, and I hope you had fun reading it. Oh, I certainly did. I actually, I really enjoyed it because... It was informative, and, like, I, I feel like I learned a lot, but it was also really entertaining. So, I think you did a really good job. Thank you so much. And, you know, there's actually a really funny, um, not so, like, haha funny, but it's, it's a pretty interesting history about the book. Um, so here, I'll just, I'll explain it. So, uh, well, first of all, I was diagnosed with Tourette's around seven. I mean, that's, that's old. You know, I I had symptoms. I'm sure you read around 12 years old. Yeah. Um, but they weren't like I wasn't like punching myself in the face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which I would do in my early 20s. <laughs> so when I was, uh, I you know I struggled in uh I struggled in school because of it, but only like the second half of high school. So I mean, it was literally overnight. I mean. Oh, did I just cut out? Yeah, you did. Okay, hold on. It's okay. So it's my phone. But anyway, um, I was in my basement just playing video games, and my arm just didn't feel right. A tick, um, is the correct term for like the teretic movement, mm -hmm. is so bizarre. It's 
kind of like a pressure. Um, so do you ever have like your ears pop? Yeah. Imagine that feeling in a different part of your body. That's the best way I could explain it. Anyway, I was, um, I started journaling, um, which was uh, great therapy. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually I decided to take my, the journals and kind of put them into a book. I think I was like 22 ish, 22, 23. Um, I published the book with a local Chicago, uh, hybrid publisher. Yeah. In 2015. They went out of business. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I hope it wasn't my fault. Um, <laughs> that's how bad my book was. It was just so, just completely destroyed their business. Um, uh, but anyway, I republished on Amazon. So, like, by, by the way, I just want to, I don't want to like, I'm not a sponsor for Amazon, but if you are a self-published author, you can easily do it with Amazon. It is a fantastic system. I'm actually going to do it for my next future books. Oh, wow. That's Regard- cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's, it's very therapeutic. Um, just putting your thoughts on paper. I mean, it, you know, a, a piece of advice I once read, um, I can't remember who it was. And I'm going to, I hate myself for doing that, but he said, promise yourself you're not going to publish it. You won't care what you write and then you'll actually get it done. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's, um, anyway, so I published on Amazon. I made like, five cents every three months. Hmm. So, you know, rolling in dough. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in February of this past year, I got a phone call from another uh, hybrid and they wanted to publish it. And it was Reader's Magnet in California. So I decided to go the whole book. Um, the, the version you read is actually a lot different compared to the previous version. Oh, really? I, I do not recommend the previous version anyone is is vomit on paper. Um, which, that may be me being too hard on myself. Possibly. <laughs> I feel like um, everyone's their own worst critic anyways. Oh, of course. I mean, I just was about to say, I mean, even it's funny because even Tourette itself, I mean, have you ever heard of the uh, spotlight effect in psychology? So it's the notion that everyone notices you rather than their own business. Oh, yeah. So let's say you have like a pimple on your chin. In your mind, you're thinking, you know, everyone's staring at this pimple. No one's, you know, I mean, people have their own issues to worry about. So with my own personal brand of OCD, and Tourette's, which are, I should probably add, are comorbid. <laughs> um, you, you know, you, you think everyone's watching you and then you kind of obsess on it and that just makes things worse to the point where then people do notice you because you're screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I had no idea that Tourette's and OCD were tied together like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's interesting too because. Some people ask, where does the OCD begin and the Tourette's end? You know, like, where do, what's the difference between the two? Yeah. Um, I would, you know, I would look in the mirror, uh, post surgery, and I would see, like, unevenness. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'd say, like, one side of my jaw was, like, 
slightly longer where my you know something like minor inconvenience i would punch myself like really hard as a weird attempt to fix it it sounds it's, so painful it is very painful i actually can't see out of my left eye <laughs> really? um yeah no i i was in a a local community college i was just in the parking lot and just like having a episode and i just whacked myself in the eye really hard and now I can't speak <laughs> out of my left hand. Oh I'm not. I'm not yeah, I know. But I mean, there's, there's, um, but I mentioned the surgery, which I think I believe I put in the very end of the book. I explained that. Yeah, you explained it a little bit at the end. Yeah. Well, also there was Kaylee's story too. Yeah. Um, that's actually how I found out about the surgery. Hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's incredibly bizarre how we can change like a mental or neurological condition with fucking robot parts. I mean, I, I'm a huge nerd. I love that aspect. I mean, like I, I work in a, I work in a school. And I, I tell kids I'm a cyborg and all the kids are like, wait, what? You know, like I, I was called Iron Man. Uh, a fifth grader called me Iron Man. I'm like, and this is the best comment you can ever fucking tell me. <laughs> That's awesome. No, thank you. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll start cosplaying as them. I don't know. Oh yes, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Continue. I was just gonna say, what what exactly was the surgery like? So it's called DBS, uh, deep brain stimulation. So I'm gonna I'll go into the history a bit. Um, you know, like you're. I'm sure you've seen like movies or stuff about lobotomies like back in the like a hundred years ago they just stab a fucking spike through your eye and destroy part of your brain yeah you know what i mean like that's in the 70s we learned we could do the same thing but we don't have to drive a giant spike through your eye you could do electricity and they called it the liaison effect it's where you destroy a structure in your neuro you know I only, I'm not a brain surgeon. I don't know the right terms, but you destroy a part, and it kind of turns off a condition or a negative aspect. And we learned we could turn it off with electricity without destroying it. So I believe it was in the 80s is when DBS started. I could be, I could be wrong about that. Um, but anyway, so what they do is they drill two holes. Uh, well, for me, it was bilateral, so I have both hemispheres, um, upgraded, as a cyborg, I can say. <laughs> um, but no, so my, the center of my tics, everyone calls it the nucleus. I guess, according to my doctors, people have a different nucleus. I don't know enough about the subject to really comment on that, but they put to, um, devices deep into my both hemispheres, my frontal lobe. Uh, and then they have a wire. I have a wire going under my skin to a battery in my chest. Whoa. Yeah. And this is the craziest part. I have a eye touch that controls the vo- uh, amplitude. So it's connected to your phone? Not my phone. I have a, I have an, I have a little like an early 2000s eye touch that uh, Rush Hospital in Chicago gave me. And there's an app on it 
that I press and I can change my battery and it's I I think it's just very bizarre That's what's going on with I know right it's, it's like how how we this is like a sci-fi movie this is I don't understand it yeah, <laughs> but I think cool. it's cool yeah, thank you yeah I, mean, I well it's funny because I I was really self-conscious because I have this giant lump uh, above my left uh like in my on my chest, I want another one because I. So here's a story, and this is not in the book. This is strictly a story for arbitrary advice, okay. exclusive. <laughs> my battery died last year. Oh, in the well, I was at work, and I had to be driven home. All my ticks and OCD came back full force. Oh wow! Like in a snap, like I, it. I was talking to the one teacher. I was working with, she was like, yeah, it was like night and day and the entire personality changed in a, like two seconds. It was very bizarre. And really, I mean, I, like, I, luckily, uh, <laughs> I had, I, I, luckily, I just, uh, she drove me home. And just, I kind of like got it replaced the next week, but I was out for about two weeks. Oh, wow. Uh, just healing from my scar. Um, but yeah, it was just very, well, I, this is the coolest part. I have a new battery, but like a new model. And I shit you not, it's called the Infinity model. Hmm. Kind of going with the whole Iron Man. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I, my, my nerd ass loves that. <laughs> um, but I want a second one so that doesn't die that often. Also, cause it's, I still have OCD. I still have ticks. They're just not as bad as they used to be. And that's one lesson I really want to drive home is that this is not a, cure as far as anyone's concerned there really is no cure yeah and i was um fun i, I was talking to another author uh who she was a special ed teacher for like 35 years okay she has a theory that these like dyslexia autism Tourette's shouldn't really be considered dis orders they're just a different neurotype that doesn't fit into what we created does that make sense yeah it's i don't not, really it yeah. doesn't fit like, like the norm or whatever yeah so a hundred percent like she according to her research like dyslexia she was saying that we everyone can the norm is to consider dyslexia a Disorder where you, you words and letters get jumbled up. Yeah. In her mind, it's an ability where you can easily view and decipher complex patterns. Hmm. I don't understand the full science behind it. Yeah. But I think it's incredibly interesting. That is interesting. Have you um? Have you seen? There's a new movie coming out. I think he Ed Norton was just on Joe Rogan. Uh, he directed as Motherless Brooklyn. It's based on a book. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't. Uh, it's in the 1920s. Ed Norton plays, uh, he has Tourette's and he explains he has the more vocal. I, like, I don't, I don't, I've never said anything. Yeah. You know, I, I don't say words or swear. That's actually 10% of all cases. Yeah, that's not like, that's really like not portrayed in movies very well then, because that's like oh, no. all they do in movies. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I think, I, from what I remember, I think I said it in the book. You know what the most accurate portrayal 
of Truth was actually the South Park episode about it, which I think they done. I think that was a very well done episode. Yeah, I think you did mention that. I think I remember reading that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a comedy show, but they really did a good uh, portrayal. Like, there's a, and again, it's this comedy, and I'm not even really offended by it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I think some of my tricks are hilarious. I mean, like, I, I mean, like, I'd be like, I'd be in class and I'd have like a cough fit. I just, I'd fart. I like, I'd crack up because I'm like basically a 12 year old boy in a 26 year old man body. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, Motherless Brooklyn, anyway, if you look at the trailer on YouTube, it, he, he mentions he's good with words. Speaking, I mean, I think I have decent speaking skills, but I think I can really communicate, especially over the years through writing. I, I could find better flow of words. I mean, I don't know. You read the book. You could be the judge. Anyone who wants to buy it who's listening can judge that. Maybe I'm full of shit. I don't know. <laughs> I think you were pretty good at getting your points across and it was also entertaining so it wasn't like boring and yeah no i i found it very interesting and very informative thank you very much um you know it was uh it was funny too uh it doing the interviews with ben and kaylee and actually in the old version there was a third interview didn't make it was no well he made the cut for the old one i couldn't get his he was an eighth grader at the time, so when I republished it, he was still a minor. I had his mom's permission because, like, I had to go through uh, like legal Zoom and do documents, yeah, or DocuSign, and I had to get Ben Kaylee and his name was Jeffrey uh, to sign. Basically, I could use their names, and I think the old version I used their last names too. I, I believe I edited that out in the new version. Yeah, I don't um, remember seeing their last names. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I kind of lost contact with them. Uh, so, I, like, I, I I don't even know if I sent them an email. I really can't remember if I did. But they, I couldn't get permission to retell the story. So I just had to edit some things out. Um, But it was fascinating. You know how we met was through, do you, I, I don't even know if it's still up, cracked.com. I saw you mentioned it in the book, but I'm not sure what it is. So it was, I don't, like I said, I don't know if it's still around, but they would do articles on like random, funny science shit. Like one of my, the first article I've read on that website was like five ways a zombie apocalypse could actually happen according to science and shit like that. And later on, they started doing personal stories where if you were just, you had something about you that was different. They wanted you to explain it. And they'd have a writer who would interview you and put your words. So I did one about Tourette's. Oh, wow. And there was three other young adults who joined the interview. I don't know. Like I said, I, I mean, a quick Google search because you can find out. Yeah. I don't want to mess up the podcast. So I'm not going to look it up right now. That's for the listeners to do. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are homework. Yep. Um, I know, great Saturday. We have homework. Um, but I wrote about my condition, and at first, and that's in the book too, I thought it was a disease called pandas, which sounds adorable. Not so much. Um, hold on, let me, I'm going to try to remember it. It was pediatric autoimmune neurological disorder associated with strep. That, that was it. <laughs> and that was the theory that 
the strep bacteria somehow messed with my neurological system. It's a pretty legitimate theory. Yeah. And again, it's it's hard to say like what is what is accurate because I mean, for all we know, there's five different disorders that mimic that is that's what Tourette's is. One works for one person, one doesn't work for another. It's it's hard to say, and it's I I realize this is arbitrary advice, but it's hard to give advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, but I mean, I'm sorry. What was that? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I actually did a sec. I did a surgery for pandas years ago called IVIG, hmm. where they. And they flooded my system with immunoglobin, basically like other people's antibodies. Okay. And it was like some complicated science that they were going to shut down my system and have it like reset. I I really should research it again. But I mean, it was, I thought it was so cool, but it worked for two weeks and then it came back. Yeah. Do you think so? works for some people like for longer than that or i and i wish i don't i maybe you should talk to that doctor again i mean i try to get it done again it just because it's um it's i'm not gonna say it's pseudoscience it's it's legitimate but it just wasn't covered by insurance yeah because there was it was still in the realm of like i don't know if this works we don't even know if this is a real thing yeah. So I didn't get a, you know, I mean, as you know, how, how many times can you spend that much money doing something that you really don't even know? Maybe it was two weeks. Maybe that's the limit. Yeah. I can't. Again, it's hard to give advice on something that not a lot of people understand. Yeah. I imagine it would be because they. I mean, kind of in the book you touched on it. There's like they can't pinpoint what causes it. Oh yeah. No, I mean. There was that case, it was on the news um, a couple of years ago. There was like a group of uh, teenage girls. I think they were all on like a, the same sport team or cheerleading team. They all had teretic symptoms almost overnight, just randomly one day. And it was all at the same time. All these girls had the same thing. And I, I wish I looked that up and could talk about it more. But no one really understood what the... Like, what the hell was that was? That's interesting. I had to try to interview one of them. Um, she was still a, I think that she was, they weren't 18 yet. And one of their, the one parent who was vocal about it stopped being vocal about it and just didn't want to talk to me. Oh. Yeah. Well, that kind of stinks. I know, right? I mean, it was national attention. It was, like, I mean, I, I don't remember when it was, but it was, uh, like, Erica. Stuff like that. It's a bizarre disease. You know, honestly, I don't... I think I've only met, like, one person with Tourette's, and I... I don't really remember much about it. Like, I don't remember it being a really big distraction, because I guess hers was really, like, not severe, because I just remember her, like, talking under her breath a lot. But I don't remember being like outburst. But I also didn't have a lot of classes with her, so I was I was very interested to read this book because it kind of just brought me back to like 
school and I mean I had just never really met anyone with Tourette's besides her. No, yeah, it's a lot of from what I've noticed, it seems like a lot of people do have a tick or something along the lines. Yeah. And it's not it's either not noticeable or it's only notice it noticeable when you call it out, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like my my buddy, he clears his throat every few seconds. He read my book. He's like, "Do I have Tourette's?" You know, like you, you know, it's it's a. Uh, I, I mean, the mind and the nervous system is just so complex. As like, if, you know what I mean? I, yeah. It's one of those things you just don't really fully. I don't. I don't know if we'll ever fully understand. Yeah. I guess I really never thought about it. I feel like everyone has little things that they do. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, even with other disorders or what we call disorders, do we like like even like there's all this the new cases of the like the spectrum like autism spectrum disorders? Yeah. How like, how far either way does that go back? You know what I mean? I mean, is someone who is a little quirky on the spectrum is someone yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to it's to be honest it's hard to talk about because a lot of people this is a very sensitive issue. Yeah, yeah. And the brain's such a complicated thing. How do you really know? Like, I feel like maybe some people are like misdiagnosed because it's that, just hard. It's hard to pinpoint. <laughs> very possible. Um, like Asperger's is apparently no longer considered on the spectrum. It's a separate thing. Oh, really? So, I, it, yeah, it, it, things change all the time too. I mean, something that's a disorder ten years ago isn't anymore, or something that isn't one now is ten years later. It's odd. Yeah, that is odd. Yeah, especially if like it is a strep, like it is a bacteria, mm-hmm. something like you know. What I mean, like how do you how do you figure that out? <laughs> It's the whole thing is just a, for lack of a better term, it's a clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so, I mean, I think you already mentioned it, but you said you lost touch with uh, your guest in the book or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. Yeah, no, I mean, I uh, kind of just stopped talking. They were, uh, I don't remember if. I don't remember exactly what I, there was no argument or anything. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it wasn't like I was like cheating them out of money. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was. I really don't remember what happened. Fair. Um. Yeah. I think it's like we were on like different. Well, they're all different states. Yeah. True. Different and, time zones and everything. Yeah, and even with um, actually a really funny story about that. Is that I would actually Skype uh, Ben every once in a while, mm-hmm. and a really bizarre concept with Tourette's something I don't understand is when someone else has a tick, it makes another Tourette's person kind of either mimic or have their own tick. Interesting. So I'd be even through Skype, I'd be seeing Ben. He'd be like thrashing his head, uh-huh. and actually, you know, I shit you not. When I just thought of that, I just thrashed my head. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. Well, if you remember in Ben's uh, chapter, his brother would be like, hey, what if you punch yourself in the dick? And Ben would like, nah, fuck you. Punch yourself in the dick. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. I know, yeah. But, I mean, that's... <laughs> it's, it's The suggestion is just so... It, it's it's odd. I mean, it's, you kind of have to wonder if how things would be different if that was the norm. You know, how would society be different? Yeah. Whether, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's uh, I'm actually starting a few other books too. I finished one. Yeah. Not in a not 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 into a tourist, but just like. To start, uh, like an author career. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they're all, this one I just finished, it's a horror collection. They all kind of have to do a little bit with mental illness and neurological conditions. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably reach out to you again and bug the shit out of you to do a review of that one when that one's, when that one's ready. This one's going to have pictures too. Oh. I'm working with an artist. That's fancy. Uh, no, yeah, so if you like really uh, disturbing things, so check that one out. I will. I will read it. Okay. Uh, but th- so thank you for so much for having me, though. Thank you so much for coming on. I love yeah, it. No, I really appreciate it. And obviously, I'm going to blast this all over my social media. Oh, yeah, me too. And <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much. All right. I'll see you. Well, I'll probably be bugging you later. All right. <laughs> all right. See ya. Hey guys, um, I just wanted to say I hope you enjoyed the review, and I hope you go check out Twist and Shout and Awkward Life with Tourette's by Tyler Overhue. I really enjoyed having him on as a guest, and I hope you did too. And I just wanted to say thanks for listening, and have a great week. was a Titan Cast episode.